good, everybody? It's your boy, Dwayne, and we're here with the 86th Podcast tonight on this Tuesday night. Yes, we are here on this wonderful Tuesday night, not Wednesday. Sorry, guys. But tonight, I'm here with my co-host, Justin. Yes, sir. And tonight, man, we, we're going to have a lot of um, big questions, a good di- hip-hop discussion, man. We decided to talk hip-hop tonight, so we're going to be talking about, we got three questions, that, topics that we're going to talk about tonight. One topic is, is Kendrick Lamar, where is Kendrick Lamar ranked among the most hip-hop greats? Uh, two, what's going on with the Migos, man? Because they've been in the news a little recently about them splitting up, you know, two of the um the two pe- members of the group, you know, came out with a new song and there was rumors that they were breaking up. So are they headed for a breakup? I don't know, but we gonna be here to talk about it. And which Migos is here for success if this is true that they're breaking up. Um and lastly, who pop currently, male and female, or we can just you know, you can just say one or the other will still be relevant in the next 10 years. Also, we got your donkey of the, um, of the day or last week that we got for you. And we got a question of the day. So we're going to knock it out like that, man. We're going to have some fun fun today. And in this episode, we're going to have some fun. And hey, that's it, man. We're gonna, like I said, we got your donkey of the day for y'all. And we got the question of the day, and it's gonna be a jam-packed show, man, for y'all, man. So let's get to it. All right. So you gonna start with your dunk the other day? Yeah, man. Hey, I got a donkey of the day. Well, this was like a few weeks back, so I guess I can start. Uh huh. Hey, my donkey of the day goes to. The guy, my donkey of the day goes to the guy at the beach when me and my fiance was in Ocean City two weeks ago. And he How was that, dog. by the way? Huh? How was that, by the way? For Ocean City, it was fun. You know, we went out to the Ravens Beach Bash. We spent some time, you know, with the Ravens flock here. So we okay. went out there. So we had a little fun, you know, met some people and had a good time out there. Um, if you go on my Instagram, two underscores Wayne O'Brady, you can probably see some of my um the pictures that I posted, like in my highlights that I posted with me and my fiance and the weekend that we had. But how was your weekend before we get to your don't donkey that I don't you the other day? Um my weekend was pretty cool. Um, you know, made some money a little bit and then my assignment on Saturday. Got my brother and cousin down here um, right now, so yeah. And then went to church on Sunday. We're going to church recently. You know, three weeks in a row, so you know, I'll try to get some church in my life. Everybody needs a little church in their life. Oh, of course, of course. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with having a man above, man, looking over you every day, man. Especially in this time, this hard time. But hey. Let's get to the donkey of the day, man. So, my, like I said, my donkey of the day goes to the man that was in Ocean City. He was walking with his dog. And basically, he was walking with his dog. And I guess apparently he got, quote, unquote, racial profile 
And I was like, and he was going to everybody. Oh, you know what happened? You remember what happened? And all this other crap. And it was like, what's like, what are you doing, bro? And everybody was looking at him like we white people and black people and Hispanic, you know, everybody was like, what are you doing, man? Like he probably did something ignorant to make the people to make the lifeguards and the people like say something to him because he probably was doing something crazy. But he just kept saying, did you see? He said they called me the N word. I'm not going to say it over these airways, but he said, did you see? They called me the N word and all this other stuff. And everybody was like, go ahead about your business. And I told him, I said, man, hey, because, I mean, I have dogs, but I came up with a joke and was like, man, look, I'm allergic to dogs, man. So leave me alone. Don't come over here with that bull crap, man, because I'm trying to enjoy myself, have a great weekend, man, and keep it moving, man. I don't need no negativity. I'm trying to have, you know, set positive vibes, chilling out on the beach and getting a little suntan, which I did, by the way. I got me a little suntan, so. Got me a little suntan, so yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got darker. Black <laughs> people don't get tan; we just get darker. <laughs> Look, that's a tan to me. Like my skin yeah. was on fire for like mm-hmm. for like a day, like a half a day. So you ain't put no sunscreen on, basically, bro. Okay. Nah, I just put the, the usual Vaseline lotion on, bro. Oh, my goodness. goodness. Oh, my but goodness. But that's how I did, man. I, hey, look, mm. I had, the, the, I had the, the towel on the on the beach, laying down. He came over there with that, man. I was like, this is not the time for that, man. But, yeah, that's my donkey other, um, my donkey other day. It goes to the guy at the beach, man, that was basically going around trying to say he was being profiled by lifeguards because he was doing something that he – Evidently, wasn't supposed to be done on the beach. So that's my donkey of the day. All right. So my donkey of the day is actually going to be assigned to me today. Um, <laughs> so it actually happened today. I had something else lined up where I saw social media, but um, yeah. So today, Mike's down here. Fred, little Fred down here. He's with us for the little summer. And so he's out here, you know, want to get a little summer job. And so he won. Uh, there's a main event around the corner from us. And they have open interviews from 12 to 6. My lunch break at 12. I live 10 minutes away from work. So I was like, all right, I'll come down and get you. You know, get some food. I'll come down and get you. And then either you can find an Uber back or whatever. A lot happened today at work. It was a busy, hectic day. Customers getting on my nerves, asking me the same questions for 20 minutes. And this is <laughs> a busy, hectic day. It was, you know, it was one of them days. I was so ready to, you know, go to lunch and everything. And I'm going, you know, get my food, sitting in the car, you know, eating my food. You know, I had the AC on, you know, I was outside the place, you know, eating, so I was like, all right, cool. My lunch usually isn't that peaceful nowadays for some reason. Like, I feel like I always might have to do something. So the fact that I was just going to get food and eating and just chilling in my car in the AC should have clicked off in my head that something ain't right. So I definitely forgot to go pick him up. And my wife calls. My wife calls me at like twelve forty. She's like, "Did you go get Mike?" I'm like, "Hey, yo, I 
definitely forgot to go get him. Lunch break about to be over in 15 minutes. I'm 10 more minutes away from the house now at this point. So I'm 20 minutes away from the house now. And I'm like, I called Mike. I was like, all right. He was ready and everything. I was like, all right, I'm going to get you over there and back. So he got there. He did his little interview thing. You know, hopefully he get the job and everything. But, yeah, the donkey of the day goes to me by almost screwing up my little brother's chance of getting a job at main event. But we we got it we got it done. He's he's, he's hopefully getting a job. He made the interview. So yeah, that was my donkey. I was picked. Good old me screwing up. So yeah, if y'all want to go ahead and put in the chat, um, when we get some listeners, um, put your donkey of the day in here. Of what you feel like, you know, the dumbest thing you saw this this week, the past week, or recently. Just go ahead, put it in the chat. Um, this is the 86 of Podcast Show with me and Dwayne. We out here, Texas, and in, in Baltimore checking in right now. I'm from D.C., but I'm, I'm residing in Texas right now. But, you know, we got East Coast and West, Midwest Coast out here representing we're going to come at y'all each and every Tuesday, starting at about 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 Eastern, I believe. And we're going to have some fun on these shows. We'll meet this consistent weekly basis. Y'all going to get used to hearing us now. So, yeah. I almost screwed up. I almost messed up. No, I did mess up. I did mess up. I have to. But, yeah. That's my dog here today. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All, right. All right. So. <laughs> I'm at it this out anyway, so. Hmm. You know, we're going to give, I'm going to give the question of the day right quick. I, I I I really didn't like. It's kind of hard to come up. It was kind of hard to come up with a question, but you know, I was. I I mean, I I basically thought of this within like the last hour, pretty much. But the question of the um show is: Would you rather spend? Would you rather work in a? Would you would you work? in a graveyard graveyard shift for twenty thousand dollars for twenty million dollars would you work in a graveyard site at night for twenty million dollars that's the question of the day all right so all right we're gonna answer for that all right i'm gonna answer that that. later on and we're going to answer at the end of the show. I got my answer, so we know. So once again, <laughs> that's the question of the day. Would you work in a graveyard at night, overnight, for twenty million dollars? Mm-hmm. We're gonna to want to hear them answers later on. So yeah, let's get to these topics, man. Let's get to these topics. Let's get to what the people want to hear, man. 
first topic is Kendrick Lamar considered one of the greats as one of the greatest of all times. To me, I don't even know why this question is a question because he is one of the greatest of all times. Yeah, and we got to give people something for the people to talk about. Like, I I don't understand what, like, apparently there's been some rumors or chatter about that Kendrick's not one of the greatest of all time. Like, Kendrick won't go down as one of the greats. There's a reason why we had this up. So, I'm just, for the people who are not educated on Kendrick Lamar, let me just go down a few hit songs that, if it gets played today, it's still a banger, no matter what time, no matter no matter when he came out with this. He had his song Humble off his album Damn. He had the song All Right. He had the song DNA off his song Damn. He had swimming pools that everybody still listens to, even at the club today, they still listen to on Good Kid, Mad City. They have B-Word, Don't Kill My Vibe. Or Trick, Don't Kill My Vibe. You can say that. That's not the name of the song, but you know. <laughs> and he had Poetic Justice with Drake. Classic. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. That's one of my favorite songs. Man. Like that. And then, to top it off, he came out with an album recently that, you know... It still got the Kendrick vibes to it. Got some heat, uh, hit, hits on there. And then he was the one who was the, who was the, basically in charge of the Black Panther album when the Marvel movie Black Panther came out. He made the soundtrack for it. So that already goes to show you that he was like, when we had that Black movie that everybody was talking about come out, and everybody was hyped to hear it, everybody was hyped to see it, they gave Kendrick Lamar the role of making the soundtrack, and he did not miss on that soundtrack. I'm gonna say you know, that right then, now. He and then also everybody thought Black, 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 oh, most people thought Black Panther was like a uh, you know was a powerful movie. No, it was a movie about a superhero. It was a powerful movie. It was a part about a black superhero, and you know it was what we looked up to. You know, like we finally get a black superhero, black cast, and everything. Major movie, um, major um, comic, you know, company Marvel putting out there. Everybody seen Marvel stuff: Spider Man, um, Iron Man, Thor, you know, the Avengers and everything. So when you come out with Black Panther, the people were out there ready to see it. And then they had Chadwick Boseman as the actor too. Like that was one. When that movie came out, that was one of the greatest movies I've seen. I ain't gonna lie, it was one of my favorite Marvel movies. And then when you top it off, you gave Kendrick Lamar the duty of making the soundtrack. It just came together. To me, it comes down to this. Kendrick is one of them artists that I can listen to, understand what he says, and then if I look up what he says and I don't understand it, it's going to hit you a different way when you actually realize what he's saying. None of, we'll get to later on about these rappers now nowadays. We'll get to that later down. But I'm just saying, like, Kendrick Lamar 
he was already he was already out there when he came out with Kada, but when he came out with that album in 2012, Good Kid, Mad City, that album right there got at least minimum five six songs that are bangers that will be played anytime you play it. People are going to sit there and get catch your vibe to it, start singing no matter what. That was the album. That was my freshman year in college. That was the album to hear. So, yes, Kendrick Lamar is one of the greats. Dwayne, you got the floor. Hey, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Kendrick Lamar is, I mean, is Kendrick Lamar is up there, man. And oh, we'll get we'll get to your um comment right. Um, we'll get to your comp. We'll, well, we'll, I'm gonna let you say something, Brian. What you said before I chime in. So go ahead, Brian. Yo, what up, man? Can I kick some gay bars? Some real fruity, fruity ass bars. I don't know what to say, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> Brian, but we we're not here for that, Brian. I'm sorry, we we're not here for that. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you, man. Kendrick Lamar is basically, you know, one of the top. If I mean, he got to be top top seven. I'm gonna say top seven. I because I, mean, I can't even put him like close past seven. Because he's one of the most influential rappers. He's one of the most educated rappers. He's one of, and also he's one of the most like. He's like one of the most like. What's He's like one of the best performers ever, you know, in the rap in the rap industry. And he put on a good scene from from where he where he's from. And he's from Compton, California. And that Compton, California isn't a great place to live. You know, it's like, hard to get out of there. It's hard to get exactly. out of there. Exactly. Exactly. So from Kendrick Lamar from Compton, I mean, there has, there has been a lot of people, athletes, you know, that came from Compton. But like for him to do it like in the rap game. Like that, and like to make it big, winning Grammys and stuff like that, man. Kendrick Lamar is really that dude. And if you think Kendrick Lamar isn't that dude, then I don't know. The, I don't even know what planet you on. So, I like, but I, let me let me um spit some facts for y'all, man, because Kendrick Lamar and I'm about to throw some not some like some awards and stuff at you. So Kendrick Lamar basically. And this is what I dug up. Kendrick Lamar is a 14-time Grammy Award winner, right? Mm. Not not a lot of people, not a lot of African American people. Is he? I don't even think he's, from what I saw is isn't even close. The closest is like ten, about I believe ten or nine or something like that. At the 58th Grammy Awards, which was in 2016. He led the list of nominations with 11, passing Eminem and Kanye West. Now, let mm. me repeat that. He, mm. in 2016, he and Kendrick Lamar had only been out for, what, three years at that moment, if I'm not mistaken. He led the list of nominations with 11, and that's at the Grammys. And, you know, the Grammys, and, like, the Grammys is one of, like, it's, like, basically one of the Super Bowls of acting and stuff like that acting art artistry and stuff like that and he passing i'm just the name eminem and kanye west as the rapper with the most nominations in a single night a single night man like 
you you gotta like people live for stuff like that when you like when you get your first record like when you're underground like whether you're a rap you know because he's a rapper so i'm gonna say it. when you're like an underground you you pray for times like this man you pray for times like that and like you said one of his first albums mad city one of the top albums man um and he would and, and then it also said they were second overall behind listen to these two names michael jackson one of the greatest pop artists ever in in music industry and babyface who hold the record of 12 nominations so think about that for a minute he was one off basically from tying michael jackson the king of pop man um and also in that year 2016 he led that um he led that year with the um with grammy wins of five wins so he had a handful of wins that night just, you know just so, and then also his albums good kid mad city which you which you alluded to justin to uh-huh. pimp a butterfly and damn were, were featured on a rolling stones industry voted list of 500 greatest albums of all time in 2020 and that is very recent so in the notable like i keep saying it the notable names that he was on there with michael jackson again you know michael jackson will be up there for a lot of stuff prince uh-huh. the the beatles and the beatles were one of like was the like basically at that time the goat and aretha franklin man and i, I if i'm not mistaken i did hear him say he idolized aretha franklin as well so that's kind of amazing for him to be in the same category as mj prince the beatles and aretha franklin like i said i'm just a name i'm just naming a few um damn the damn album won the 2018 um pulitzer prize for music making lamar the first non-jazz or classical artist to win the award that is very amazing for him, man. And la- and the last note I got for y'all, he also won six Billboard Music Awards. Six Billboard Music Awards, man. Seven BET Awards, including Album of the Year in the, in the BET Awards. I forgot what year it said it was, but he won Album of the Year that year. And he got 19 BET Hip Hop Awards, awards man. If, if that, I mean, that that's just greatness to me, man. That's just greatness in 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 physical form for me, man. And that's and that's why, like I said, I agree with you, Justin. Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest of all time. He's top seven in my opinion. You can't go wrong with Kendrick Lamar. And I know we mentioned like a few podcasts back of people who I think our five um, artists who we listen to on a road trip. Kendrick has to be on that list. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, hey. That's why Kendrick Lamar is the greatest of all time. 14 14 time Grammy Award winner, man. He led nominations at the Grammys, man. Just ridiculous. And like I said, his background, just for him to make it out of Compton, California, man. And that's where um, NWA came. People like NWA. And, you know, the game, you know, NBA star DeMar DeRozan came from there. It's hard to get out of places like that, man. And for him, Kendrick Lamar to do this, man, it's just great. And that's why, like I said, he's top seven in my opinion. Let me just go through a couple songs of his that are just certified by the RIAA. And when you songs get ner- like platinum and gold, you know you made some good songs. Like, I mean, now nowadays people can make songs and be platinum, you know, off of social media. But 
you know, I feel like you can know when certain songs, when they get certified platinum and certified gold, um, basically, you could, you know that they really made it. So the recipe, the song that he has, A Good Kid, Mad City, with Dr. Dre, certified platinum. Trick Don't Kill My Five, certified platinum. Poetic Justice, certified platinum. He has, let's just put this out there for perspective. He has a Saw album out there called Untitled. Meaning he just picked some songs that he didn't release, didn't title. And you know what? I'm just going to put them out there as Untitled This is probably the file of what he has on his little thumb drive or whatever, or in his phone. Release the song. And one of those songs went certified gold. What else do you need to hear? You're just putting up a song called a song and albums called Untitled and just putting it out there. But you know, back to the other song. Mad City, Platinum, Swimming Pools, Platinum, Backstreet Style, Backseat Freestyle, Platinum. It's just like Money Tree, Platinum. It's just like the song I, Platinum. Like DNA platinum. I mean, I'm gonna be here all day talking about all the songs he's got platinum, and then the songs he's featured in too are <laughs> are platinum and gold too. So it's just like it's just it's just nonstop, just nonstop. This is what else do you need to know? Like, so I think we both agree on this topic. We can move on to the next topic. We already know what it is. Anybody else in the disagreements? Go, just go. Just all you need to do, you got an iPhone, go to Kendrick Lamar Essentials and just listen to it. Matter of fact, don't even go to Essentials. Go to Good Kids Mad City and just sit there and really vibe and listen to the whole entire album, start to finish. And then they'll tell me, you know, he can't, he's not, um, he's not a certified great. Yeah, yeah because there's a there's a lot of artists with Apple Essentials and they they like they don't have as many like a lot of the songs. I be looking like, uh, but. Kendrick Lamar, that dude, man. So that's the that's the consensus for us too, man. Kendrick Lamar is really that dude, and he really put in the work to get to where he's at now. And eighty six podcast say Kendrick Lamar. I don't know if you ever gonna hear this, but if you do, that'd be great. Kendrick Lamar, you are one of the greats of all time, hands down. Oh, and one last note before I before we move on to the next topic. Did you guys see his last performance at um I think I forgot what award show it was when he came BT? out like Jesus? No, I I if it wasn't the BET Awards. I don't know. But I heard he, he I forgot where he he had three million download uh throwing crown on his head. Yes he did. Yes he did. I didn't see the performance. I know what you're talking about. I didn't see the performance. Was it was it like that? I didn't see it neither, but I saw clips of it on so on social media, and it was like golly. And like every song now that he does has to has a message to it. But we can go on for a long. We can go there, so it's time to move on. We can go on for a long time. Just, <laughs> just Kendrick Lamar enjoying the show. Be sure to check out the eighty six podcast on the Stereo app every Tuesday night at eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. There where you can join and be a part of the live show and interact with us in real time. 
now let's get back to the show. Our next topic is what's going on with the Migos, man? Are they headed for a breakup? <laughs> Some people say they are, but I don't know. And which Migos is, is headed for success if this is true, man? So what, what so what's going on with the Migos, man? What's going on? I don't see I feel like I feel like you know they just say this stuff just for the heck of it um like I feel like they said this last time and when they had their um they had their debut album their little solo albums that they had um so I feel like this is all just up in the smoke. Quavo literally just gave takeoff the Migos chain. This got all three faces of the trio on there. So I feel like all of it's just hype. I mean, they gonna say this all the time just to stir up some media. If you know two people or one person creates their own little song, or they break it up and everything, and just to create some drama out in the world. They need something to talk about nowadays. So I feel like the Migos aren't going to break up. It'd be sad if they did because from their days back there from Versace, back um, from like 2012, 2011, I believe, whatever it was. And I didn't think they were going to make it this big, to be honest, uh, to where they are now. Um, This international, this big. Um, but you know, I just feel like everybody just got to stir up the media with it. You know, there's rumors out there, but there's rumors about everything. There's rumors of sports, there's rumors in, you know, pop culture, there's rumors in everything in life. When I actually see it, I believe it. To be honest, will I really care at the end of the day? Not really. I mean, yeah, it's going to be sad that, you know, like, dang, they broke up. Very cool. But am I going to lose sleep over it? Not really, to be honest with you. Because as long as they still putting good music out, solo and everything, you know, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, that's what I feel like is really going on with the Migos. It's just the media just stirring stuff up. Media got to put something out there. I don't know. What's your take on it? I mean, hey, I, I, I really couldn't find nothing other than it was like, I mean, it was like reported, like fake rumors that, Money, you know, money, the, the rule of all evil, you know, and and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't think they would be upset about money because at the end of the day, the Migos are basically, I mean, I don't want to put their business out there, but they basically trap stars pretty much. So they, they sell drugs, you know, they fly country to country performing. Um, don't Like, you know. You know what? What a regular, you know, trap trap star artist would do. You know, even though they they kind of big because it's videos. I mean, it's songs with. I think it's this case in point, the straightening video. They they in a hood somewhere, you know. And Lord know, you know, they got people that you know still making their money on the side. So, but I don't think they're breaking up because if they was breaking up, like the whole media cycle would have been blowing up. And it's it's like, okay. They all they all like happy with the skin they and they all happy of like where they came from and how they made it. 
from um no labels no from the no labels mixtapes and stuff like that to to now them you know like i said traveling the country working exactly you know <laughs> like touring you know quavo be at the little all-star weekend you know playing basketball hooping and stuff and take off and offset be you know they be doing their own thing i mean they like they like best of buddies i mean i don't see them head for a breakup man I mean, if they are i mean shit look they are man I, I would hate to see that but because there was a point in time where i, I low-key because it, like i said it always happened but i don't i don't see it in this case because i see it like i'd be saying like they might not last long because somebody might get arrogant and you know gonna want more of this and more of the piece of the pie and all this other stuff they think they doing this that and the third but i don't think i mean i think they 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 still in the rails man because what's name and cardi b i forgot what is it quavo that's no not quavo which which one is cardi b yeah also i mean him and cardi b had their little their little spill outs but i mean other than that there is nothing between them man and i think i think takeoff is dating somebody i forgot who he was dating but i don't even know who takeoff dating me i don't even know what takeoff really do besides what song because takeoff right. here's the thing Takeoff is so low key. Like Takeoff is just probably probably the chillest one out of all of them. He probably do stuff on the low. That's probably making business moves on the low, and we don't even really know about it. That's the thing. Yeah, and like I said, you know the media got it. Like you said, the media got has something to talk about, man. Because because you know so you know a little fake little media outlet probably or or a, a, a low you know a low maintained um media source came up for it said oh i heard this about the migos and all this other stuff man knowing it wasn't true like and that's why for all you guys out there man like your grandmother your mother always used to tell you man don't believe everything people tell you man always do your research man because even for this time when i was doing my homework i couldn't even find nothing i'm like if I can't find nothing, that's a good sign because it's like, if I can't find nothing, that means nothing going on, you know? So. So, the next part of this question, though, out of all three of them, which one do you think, um, you know, which one do you think is going to be best solo? And then if they do split up, which we, you know, we both agree, we don't see it happen, but if they did, would they go down as one of the greatest uh, groups of all time? Oh, of course. That I mean, yeah, that, that was that was straight blunt forward. But yeah, yes, of course they they, they will go down as one of the best um, rap groups. Of course, because there's not a lot of rap groups anymore in that like in that generation. There's not a lot of rap. Groups. Like cause a lot of people, you know, get like I said, a lot of like people that was in groups get big headed or stuff like that and just go solo and just do their own thing. But I think that I mean they 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 will go down as one of the best rap groups ever. Like already up there, and it's only three of them too. So they're already up there with like bad boy people like bad boy. I don't think they are up up there up there with them, but they 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 they're there. You know, if you get if you feel my rap, but. Uh, in my opinion, because I don't really listen to that music like that, but I think I can't. I, I'm not even going to sit up here and I'm not even going to sit up here and and say that. But but I like I said, because I, I can't even I can't even sit up here myself because I'm not a big music guy. So I'm gonna sit up here. I can't even sit up here and say who I think will have the most success. Um. 
Well, let me get this straight. I do listen what? to music, but I'm not familiar with them three like that, like most people are. Okay. So <clears throat> here's who, here's the thing. Because of the media tension and everything that they gotten and all three of them have gotten, the one that I feel like is going to succeed the most is going to be Quavo, obviously because he's the more popular one. He gets more features. He's out there, you know, and more TV ads and everything. He was down there with the Georgia Bulldogs when they won the championship. Um, he, like I said, on the All-Star ball and out, All-Star games, celebrity All-Star games. And he and there's all the features. He's done everything. So I feel like he's the more mainstream out of all of them, and he'll get, you know, he'll be more successful if they do split up. But to veer off the topic, the one that I feel like has got the best solo, like, if they were to come out solo without the Migos by itself, I feel like the one that would be the most successful will probably be Offset or Takeoff. It wouldn't be Quavo. And I'm judging that solely based off of the three, the solo albums that they put out. If you heard Quavo's solo album by himself, it was probably straight garbage. It was. It was straight garbage. <laughs> the media was clowning this man, was saying, like, yeah, he needs the Migos no matter what, or he needs straight the strict features, strict features, or one bar, one verse. Like, him, a whole song by itself, it just, it didn't sound, it didn't, that whole album didn't sound great. Then you go on to Takeoff's album. Takeoff's album had some straight bars on there. Like his song his album was like was actually some heat. Like he probably got one of the best flows out of all three of them. But my favorite Migos, I may be a little biased because he's my favorite one of the Migos, but it's offset. Offset can probably make a whole album by himself and it still be straight fire. And uh, Offset's album I feel like got more popularity, more uh, more clout and everything, and got more hits overall. I mean, Quavo's album probably got more overall because of his mainstreamness. But overall, likeness of the album, I feel like Offset's album probably was the best one out of all three of them. But if you're going based off how the career is now, Quavo's probably the best one. To probably go solo right now, just because of what he already has established right now. If they do break up, <clears throat> hands down, they they hands down, no matter what, they are definitely going down as one. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Like, let's just go down a couple. Let's go down a list of the albums that they've had. They had no label album 2012. And that was when they really start coming out. And then they had uh, drug season. And then when they really started popping off is when they had YRN 1. And then they had No Label 2 come out in 2014. And on top of that, they had Rich and War Timeline. That was a hit album, too. And then let's put this in perspective. Offset went to jail for a little bit, too. People really forget about that. 
also went to jail for a little bit. And they were still, uh, for, I think it was some gun or weapon, uh, drug charge, whatever. He went to jail for, oh, for a little while. But, and they were still putting out hit music without offset. And, like, and then they had that song, Look at My Dad, which took over the whole entire world without offset. So, yeah, because that was the national dance at the moment. That, that was that was the dance. That was the dance, man. Like everybody was, even people still do it to this day. Um, and then when Offset came back, they dropped YRN two, which is probably my favorite project from them. YRN two is probably my favorite project. Like I listened to that from top to bottom. Then they had Culture. Went probably, you know, that first true album. Uh, everybody feel like, you know, all the other albums were like mixtapes and everything. And that, but when they went and paid a project, Culture, when that dropped, that was a hit. Culture 2, they kept going. But isn't that kind of weird to you, though? Isn't that kind of weird to you? Isn't that um, Cardi B or what's the name's daughter name? It is Culture, yep. So That was a dedication. So I like that. <laughs> and then they had Culture 3. And then Culture Three. Culture Three was was a hit. It still didn't get as big as Culture Two and, and Culture One did. Out of all three of them, of course, I got to go back to the OG because you know a lot of the original. Once you start making two and three, it kind of veers off as like the first one is the best or the second <laughs> one was the best. Like once you start making multiple, people's got to compare you to the first one you had. But I feel like. If you go in order of likeliness of all the cultures that they had, top to bottom, it goes in chronological order, in numerical order, one, two, and three, as the best from the worst. You know, culture has some good hits. I ain't gonna lie. But it wasn't culture, culture one. But yeah, they go down. Let's put it this way. They were almost to hip-hop and to what culture was, the black people, what the Beatles were back in the day. Let's put it that way. They were that impactful to the globe and everything of them. The sounds, the songs they did, the flow that they had. They had a uh, they had a worldwide dance that everybody did. The sports people were doing. Everybody was doing. It was all over social media. They were that impactful that I feel like they were the modern day Beatles. I'll put it out there like that. And that's my take on that. Uh, ain't nothing like in that. You talk about you said it in that moment, right? You said what? You said in that moment, right? When they came out with like the cultures and you know, yeah, but before then they were they was already like taking over. Like people was playing that song. People played that song, especially on No Label Two. There was bangers on that album right there. Fight Night, Handsome, Handsome and Wild was probably one of the greatest songs they ever made. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> handsome, handsome and wealthy and freak no more was probably one of the greatest songs they ever made. Even, yeah, because even, that, even, that basically. But oh, because that oh, ba- I mean, because handsome basically that was basically a, a song about like fashion and mm-hmm. and like how and it influenced how people dressed. You know how people, you know, handsome and wealthy, where it was like people was running, they was rocking the chains and. Like the jeans, this one seven jeans was out popping a little bit. You know, people were wearing the true religion jeans, the seven jeans mm-hmm. with the little, you know, 
and they was buying all that stuff, even though Two Chain started that um that that true religion. But you know that's mm-hmm. when they, like they hyped it up. I mean, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But go ahead. But yeah, so yeah, that was one of the greatest songs that they had. That's what I bet you right now. When you go to a club or whatever, and you hear that, I don't know why I came. Everybody is going to start going off to that song. It's just a classic to that. It's just like a classic. And you know what? This is off topic a little bit about it, but you know what pains me? Me and Leah almost had the privilege of actually seeing them live in concert at our home, our school's homecoming. They were coming uh-huh. to our school's homecoming. And because you and me as police, I don't care. I'll put it out there. You and me as police basically couldn't handle the people and students were uh, you know, trying to force their way in. They shut down the whole entire concert because um, people were coming in there. They stormed in there. And if I show you a picture, if I could find a picture of what it looked like in that gym that day, the whole gym was packed, bro. From the front of the stage, from the front of Garber where the stage would have been, to the back of the whole basketball court, even on the seats and everything. That home, we had we had the Migos, and then we had... um. A boogie with the hoodie. This was back in 2016, 2017. So this is around after they dropped Culture, right before they dropped Culture 2. But everybody was still rocking off a of Culture when they had Bad and Bougie uh, out. And so everybody was still rocking off of that song. And so could you imagine the night we would have had that night? Yeah, yeah. y'all probably wouldn't have made it home, made it back. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness! It, it was just—it was so sad that we couldn't hear. Like, we went to a little, like a little, uh, a tail, like a courtyard party that next night because it was homecoming week. And they say we're gonna play the song that we could have listened to. We're gonna rock out to the Migos right now. And they went, uh, raindrop, drop top started playing on the speakers. Everybody. <laughs> Like crazy, it was like bar for bar. You know, you stopped everything. It was like raindrop, drop top, smoking the cookie and a hot. It was like everybody was on cue and everything, and it just it just makes me think like, dang, last night would have been that night before would have been a movie. Like it it was it was so bad. it was so terrible. And then we got robbed the next year by Gucci Man. Gucci Man was our next performance, and Gucci Man sat up there, performed for twenty minutes, and walked off the stage. But that's, an, that's another problem. <laughs> yo, yo, that sounds like awesome. raw wave, man. Like, yo, yo, performed for twenty minutes, kept having uh, speaker problems and everything, and then and, yo, and then dipped. We asked him, he wanted what song he wanted to play. He asked us. And he said, you want to play first day out? Didn't play first day out and then walked off the stage. And basically, we basically got robbed out of our money for listening to that man. Like, it it was so terrible. It was so terrible that we got robbed out of that. Like, apparently the rumor behind that was that he didn't get the money that he wanted. And so he probably took it out on this performance and then dipped off. 
I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's probably what Rod Wave did when he came to Baltimore two weeks ago. He probably, this dude probably robbed. I mean, they probably didn't give him the money. Because he only played like three, like five songs and just walked off the stage, bro. Like, Wait, what? He was yeah, the headliner man. and played five songs and walked off? Yes, man. I, we, like, we off top. Well, we not off top because it's hip hop. But, man, Rod Wave, man, I mean, I lied to you tonight. You know, everybody, you know, because he had um, Young Papa. I just said Lil Papa or Young Papa, one of them. Mm-hmm. He had, I, th- I think it's Lil Papa. He had Lil Papa. Like, the openings mm-hmm. were um, Young Moose, Lil Papa, um, YG Tech, Roddy Rex. Um, who else? It was, like, a couple other little small little um, underground people. They performed for, like, 25 to, like, 35 minutes. And when I he came I, on, I it was YG Tech before. He's pretty cool. Oh, all right. He, he probably he probably is. A lot of them party y'all, man. People be I'm like, scared of sometimes. Like <laughs> he came on stage, man. He was like, all right, street runner. He played that first. Then he played, you know, some of his hits. From, then like three songs later, he was like, y'all travel home safe, man, and good night. We like, I'm like, what? Are you serious, bro? <laughs> Like you just you just got on stage and you can't go nowhere. But like I said, I told I told Ashley, I said I I'm not, I told Ashley I'm never going to I'm never going to one of his concerts ever again. That's one of my favorite rappers right now. But I'm like I I'm not going to another one of his concerts, man. It's like I can't keep doing that. I paid ninety dollars for them tickets and you set up there and play five songs, bro. Nah, that's not really fly, bro. But. <laughs> But yeah, man, let's get to the, the the last topic of the night before the question of the um before the question of before the question of the show before we answer the question of the, the show. Enjoying the show? Be sure to check out the eighty six podcast on the Stereo app every Tuesday night at eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, seven thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. There, where you can join and be a part of the live show and interact with us in real time. Now, let's get back to the show. Who in hip-hop currently, male and female, will still be relevant in the next 10 years? So who in hip-hop currently, male or female, and female or female, will be still relevant in the next 10 years? Boom, you got the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because... This was the hardest question I had to answer of all the shows, of all the topics we had on this show, to be honest. Because if you really think about it, and this one we we're not going to agree on this. We are we are basically going to we're going to be on both ends of the perspective on the spectrum for this one. Um, it was so hard to really think about this because I was thinking, okay, J Cole. He's already established. He's already going down as one of the greats. He's already going to be here. He's already been here a while, been here for a while, been here for a while. He's already been here for about 12 years, 10, 10 12 years already. So Damn, you've been here long that. already, bro? When um, Friday Night Lights, um, I forgot what year Friday Night Lights came out, but yeah, it's not J. Cole Bell for a minute. I can look it up real quick. Friday Night Anyway, I'll look it up while I keep going, but 
Kendrick Lamar was going to be um, well, less, but he been out for a minute too, and he's already won um, he's already won the great. So I feel like that wasn't going to be it. Friday Night Lights came out in 2010, bro. Let's put it in perspective for that. He been out that long. Okay, J. Cole been out that long. Friday Night Lights came out in 2010, and he been going up ever since. But so I'm like, all right, you know, who's who's really out there now that's going to be, like, successful still? I thought about it. It would have been Young Dolph for me. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, rest in peace Young Dolph. So, my only other option right now, just off of what I see, is Lil Baby for the male artist. Like, that's the only one I really see that's really going to make it. Like, he's still making an impact. Everybody listens to his songs hard nowadays. And it's just like, I feel like he's the only one that will actually still be out there. And here's the thing. He's made a lot of hits, and he's only been out really since 2017 when he started Harder Than Hard, when he had that song, My Dog, came out. That was in 2017. So it's been five years. To me, you got like 10 years of making music to really go, go down as one of the greats for me. You got to get like 10 consistent years. I'm not like thinking 10 years of, you know, you put one album out, then three years later. No, you got to have like, Back to back, you gotta have minimum of a year to have gap in between. But um, you can't be like uh, you can't be like Kendrick Lamar and all of them have like ten year gaps. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar has gaps. Like Kendrick Lamar is an exception because Kendrick Lamar will come out, put a whole bunch of bangers on one album, and then dip off, and you'll still be listening to his songs for year for uh, for a whole year. So Kendrick Lamar is an exception, but. Lil Baby is the only one I really see right now to really be out there as one of the greats and be last a long time. Because, like, what made me really think that Lil Baby probably will be here for a while is when he made that song during um, during the times when we were talking about George Floyd, um, the shootings and everything, uh, George Floyd's killing, um... Um, is bigger than life. When he came up with that song, I really think like Lil Baby, the bigger picture of the song, I feel like Lil Baby really kind of cemented his legacy a little bit. But it's so hard to really, really fully see it cemented though. Because you can see so many artists fall off so quickly in a heartbeat. Social media will cancel someone real quick. I mean, nowadays you really you can't get really canceled. You get canceled for like three months, and then you put they put an album back out. They start listening to you again, and then they'll start listening to you again. They canceled Chris Brown like four or five times already, and he's still put music out, even though he kind of fell off. <laughs> <laughs> fell off, but um, they canceled the baby. He's still putting music out right now. Like the only person they really canceled canceled is R. Kelly, but here he already. Put his music out there, right? So he he already established himself. Just, and I still you know, listen to his music to this day. So I don't care. I, stop. I, I yeah, I, I still I still listen to his music. He got hits. I'm just thinking about pre R Kelly and the music. I'm not thinking about his actions and what he did to those women. But 
Female wise. The only reason I'm going to say this artist is probably a tie between these two, but I'm going to give the upper hand to one person. The tie is between Cardi B and Megan. It's only because of the amount of... You stole So we we, we are in agreement on this, but go ahead. I'm going to let you go. But I feel like it's because of the amount of once they start putting music out, the amount of people that listen to it and really start going off, like, the female audience, when when Cardi and Megan drop a song or album, the, the female audience, primarily the black, uh, uh, African-American, the female audience, they, they go crazy. And they really be out at her concerts and everything at their concerts. Like, when Cardi B dropped press, Lord have mercy, they were singing that song for God knows how long. When she dropped her album, um, everybody was dropped listening to that. Um, privacy, what's it called? Something Privacy? Privacy, yeah, Privacy, whatever. Um, but then Megan came out with Tina Snow, and then she came out with Big Old Freak. Everybody still listens to that to this day. Um, and then she came out with um, uh, Fever, and what was the song off of Fever? What was that? Uh, um, 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 Hot Girl Summer. She made a movement. Let's just put it this way. She made a movement, and every summer now, it's a Hot Girl Summer, a Hot Boy Summer. Even the guys took it, took all of it. Hot Boy Summer. like, like Hot Boy's up a thousand, bro. <laughs> right. But it's just like, that's the only ones I see only because once they put out something, everybody's going to listen to it. Everybody's going to listen to it. That's the only one I see putting an album out there. It's kind of sad to say, but the female rap game has kind of fell off a little bit. It's starting to pick back up slowly now with the woman movements and everything, and people start listening to more nowadays. And there's some dope female artists out there that, um, that many people probably don't know about and myself don't know about. But it's just like outside of Cardi, Megan, I'll even put Lotto out there. And I don't know. That's really it. That's the really only one that I know out. Oh, um, I'm I'm tripping. They will, if people hear this and we put this out on social media, they will kill me. City girls, besides them. Besides those five people, who else out there in the rap game that's really out there in the female rap game. Mulatto at the bottom of the list. She just happened to get the top five because she had some tits off. We got but oh yeah, like besides City Girls, so JT and my young know, man, whatever the heck you want to call her, and Cardi and Megan. Who else really? All right, there? so if you had to rank them, who? How would you rank them? Out of those five, Lotto's five. Set uh, automatically. I'm sorry, Lotto. Uh, <laughs> City Girls are, are four and three. If I have to rank which one I, I, I prefer to listen to more, I'd rather listen to JTO in Miami. Right, because right. my, my, Miami's voice is kind of annoying. 
And she always be saying period <laughs> after every, every and I've been saying period after every two lines she's dropped. Like she always gotta add a period and a little and a little ad letter she gotta do like it's, that's kind yeah, of yeah, young Miami, bro. That's all she hit. Period. Period. Like, come on, bro. You ain't got mm-hmm. to that, bro. We get it. Um, I'm gonna put Megan over Cardi. I'm gonna put Megan over. Ooh, Cardi. that's tough. That's tough. I'm gonna put Megan over Cardi, only because. I feel like Megan write more for stuff than Cardi do. I'm gonna put that out there like that. I feel like Megan Ooh, writes more for stuff tough. than Cardi that's does. Tough. Because if you really think about it, Cardi B didn't really. It was a there was a lot of talk about Cardi not writing her song, but they're, they're, well nowadays, who really does write their song? Their own song nowadays. There's a whole bunch of ghostwriters out there nowadays. So it is what it is. But hey, you're right, Megan over Cardi, man. I'm putting oh. Megan over Cardi. I'm putting Megan over Cardi. Like, uh, like, matter of fact, matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, when you listen to this podcast and we put it out there, we're about to make our social media pages and everything. About to have our Twitter, our Instagram, Facebook. I'm gonna put. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna put this poll out there. I'm gonna put this poll out there. Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion? Which one do y'all prefer? For the people who are listening right now. Cardi B or Megan? Because obviously Dwayne want to put Cardi B over Megan. I don't understand why. But, you know, I'm going to let you have the floor on your picks. And I'm going to listen right, gonna to We're going to let the two voice messages go through. Okay. First, so all, right, right, all right. All right. So here's oh, it's two from it's two from Ashley, it looked like. So let's go. Cardi can't rap like that. Like, she can rap. But she she can't out rap Megan. Megan can like freestyle and everything. Thank you. Alright. Thank you. And here's another one. I don't think City Girls is gonna be here in the next ten years. I don't even think they're gonna be here in the next five, to be honest with you. I, I don't even think they're gonna be here in the next five, to be honest. Cause right now, like to be honest, since let's put it this way. Since their debut album when they had act up, right? Um, and that song act up. What was their next song after that? Apparently they just dropped a song in April first called Top Notch. Never even heard of it. Never they dropped a that's song. A popular with five song. That's a popular song. Like I see how it, it is. Goes, right? I, 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 I ain't really so. heard of it. Okay, but Girl Code came out in twenty eighteen where they had the song Twerk with Cardi B and Act Up, all right? So that was their two songs off of that. And then they had a feature with um what's that dude with the baby and um what's the name? Um what's that name of that song? Throat Throat um, Throat Goat, whatever. Uh Throat Baby, yeah, they had a yeah. um they had that that was a remix of Throat Baby. But then they had um the What's His Face, their next album, City on Lock, which came out twenty twenty. The only song that I uh heard about was Pussy talk, and I barely listened to that song. All oh, probably the females listen to that song, and that flew out by little baby. I didn't really listened to that either. And so since then, they came out with um, what was that song they came out with just recently, and uh, Twerkulator that came out in twenty twenty one. Like 
I forgot about that song. Like everybody was like, listen to that. Like it, it wasn't act up. It didn't have that much impact as act up did. Because when act up came out, if they kept that, if they kept that momentum, they was gonna be here for a while. But the problem is, act up got so popular, and then when they came out with their next album, they fell off. And ever since then, they've been. I feel like they've been dropping and dropping and dropping. And then JT went. Ain't no shade to JT and no. all. JT went to jail, but when JT came back, she proved that she was the better, uh, better one of the city girls. I'm about to say better one of the Beagles. Better put this way: I listened to JT before I listened to Quavo. I listened to a full album JT before I listened to full album Quavo. I put that out there. But um, J- JT can really rap, but it's just like, yeah. All right, so let me get to the yeah, all right, let me get to this um, message and I'm going to give give mine. So let's go. Their next song was Twerculated, but that wasn't even all that. Like, they don't make good songs. Like, they hit, I'm ba- they're basically a one-hit wonder to me. Like, I don't think they're going to be, like you say, they're not going to be here in the next five years. Yeah, so, uh, no, that's, hey, what did Miami gonna, say? I, what did Miami say? Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Because I believe, I mean, because as long as TikTok and st- social media plat like that is out, they 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 will be forever popular. So they're gonna be TikTok artists. They go they about yeah. to fall to learn TikTok artists, and they exactly. only gonna get songs like TikTok. But if it wasn't for TikTok and everything right now, I'm pretty sure they would not be getting the songs out right now. But yeah. go ahead. All right, so. <sighs> My it says who in the hip hop currently will be relevant. My female I wanna, is I, yeah. My, I, I need to hear that one first before you get to your mail because I'm gonna listen. I listen to this now, so you better pour up for your mail. No, artist. no, my, my, my <laughs> female is your two. No, I'm talking about your male artist. What you told me was I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I got no, 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 for me, it's Cardi B. She can be here for the next 10 years because her energy, she can, like, bring it, you know, and like I said, well, ain't you said everything I need, you need to hear about Cardi B, but so, that, so I agree with Cardi B. Now, my male hip-hop artist who will still be relevant in the next 10 years, and I said, hear me out when I say this, it's going to be you NBA Youngboy. I need to, I'm going to hear you, I'm going to let you have the floor I'm gonna just sit back and I'm gonna listen to this. I'm gonna listen to right. this. So it's NBA Youngboy. Like I'm telling you, it's it's gonna NBA Youngboy has the repertoire to be here to be in here the next ten years. NBA Youngboy came out in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. He came out in 2015. I think one of his first albums was um, I forgot what his first album was because I used to bump that like every day. So, NBA Youngboy, one thing, for, let's get one thing first. He came out in 2015. I was just fresh out of high school in 2015. And he's only 22. Think about that. He's on, NBA Youngboy is only 22. Most of NBA Youngboy's fans, they're around the age of 12 and 15. I and feel like when, you, I, I kind of figured you was going to go to this angle, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> So it's like, it's like if you can, you. I mean, I know it's bad to say, but it's going to prove my point. 
if you can relate to the younger generation, that can keep your longevity going in the hip hop industry. Because like I said, you got little kid, 12, 13, you know, 15, trolling with pages of NBA. I mean, like got troll pages and fan pages of NBA young boy, where they post everything that he do. They research everything he do. Young boy is just, he's basically, he's still a kid in, in most people's eyes. In my eyes as well, he's still a kid. Even though he's been, some of the stuff he's been arrested for is, was petty, but he's been in jail like three to four times since he's been in the game. He recently <laughs> just, like, he recently just got out of jail. I, I forgot what he did. I forgot, like, I think, like, a, like a violated probation, but he just got out of jail. Um, he signed with a uh, he signed with a Atlantic Records, and he now now he's in a dispute with Atlantic Records about you know I I guess his music and his money and you know he's been him David like researched that and you gonna be like what the hell is going on? Um, he had his song in 2018 called Outside the Day, it peaked at 31 on a Billboard Hot 100 chart, and you know why that peaked? Like I just said, it peaked because. Kids at the age of twelve and fifteen was listening to his music, and they need they like they looked up to Young Boy as a like a you know as a role model. Like I said, it's bad to say that, but they looked up to Young Boy as a role model. Um, Bandit, he had a song with called Bandit with Juice World. It became um, his first top ten single that he ever had since he became a rapper or whatever. Um, you, I know you remember Thirty Eight Baby. That's one of his like one of his most popular songs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like it was on the Billboard 200. I mean, like I said, young. Like I'm gonna keep alluding to it. NBA Young Boy is gonna be here to stay for the next ten years, and then he continuously keep making music, man. And then, excuse me. And while he was locked up, he made a he made a I forgot what album it was. He made an album in jail. So there's though no, like while he was still in jail, he was still making hits. Um, then he, um, you know, his favorite artist is Tupac and Lil Wayne. There's you know, a lot of people, though. But, and, and it was, and I, mean, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to say. But, like, he got songs, he got songs with, like, Meek, I mean, like, songs Untouchable. Um, he got a, 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 what's it called? A collaboration album with Moneybag, yo. I think it's called Plea Deal, which I listen to it every day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair Baby. That's what, that was one of his most popular albums. I mean, it's like, like I, I'm 26, so I like he was out when I was fresh out of high school. Like he was just coming up when I was fresh out of high school. And like I said, now kids, if you, you if you go outside right now and as we speak and act like a 13 year old, who's your favorite rapper? They gonna say NBA young boy, NBA young boy. And I think NBA young boy has potential to be what people think he's not gonna be. Like he has potential to be great in his own body, you know, for for his for his age range, as I should say. But like we we talked about earlier, Kendrick being one of the hip hop greats. I think NBA Youngboy can be one of not the hip hop greats, but he can be one of the the greats in his generation due to his age and the people that listen to his songs. Like you're not gonna hear no 26. I mean, even though I listen to him, but you're not gonna hear no 26, 27, 28 year old um, talk about Youngboy. You know, talk about Youngboy like the little kids do. Even and like I say, even though he be promoting the wrong thing they look up the young boy man they get like you go on social media they got fake nba young boy pages they got troll pages they got fan pages they got you know and that's like i said that's why i think nba young boy 
is going to be that dude in 10 years. B will still be relevant in 10 years because his fan base is never going to die. Because they're very young and they just growing. And also, like, now I can, what I can say is that what would, now what would stop NBA Youngboy from being what I think he has the potential to be is one, his legal issues. To his run, his his running is with with, with women, because he he does not have a and and I know it, this is in a, in a moment I should say this because we're in a moment of woman empowerment. Like NBA young boy, it's like NBA young boy, he need to to just basically get himself together and tie himself down to one one girl because in every other song it's he's talking about Yaya um, Mayweather's um Mayweather's daughter. And they got a baby together. He's talking about Janaya. They got a baby together. Then he's talking about some other chick that he, you know, that he met and um, met back home in Louisiana. And it's like, come on, man, you, you know, get yourself together, do this and do that. And also, his mother, his mother is, you know, just, just, you know, as a mother should. I, I understand it, sticking by his side and you know doing what she's. But I think, like I said, and I think, like I said, I think that's why I think that can deteriorate him from not being like greatest in his class, you know, cause he's fighting with a lot of people right now to in, in that category, man. So that's why I say young boy is going to be still relevant in 10 years. And like I said, I saw what you on Cardi B as one of the females. And also mm. don't forget Cardi B is still with, um, with Quavo um, takeoff. So, that can, you know, that can also, offset. that can also, yeah, yeah, offset my bed. That can also be her ladder to continue her relevancy. And to your your number one, Megan Thee Stallion, I don't think Megan Thee Stallion, is, is, I think she's going to fall off because I don't know, after all this stuff with this Tory Lane BS and all this other stuff, and like she just make music for TikTok. And like I said, if, if, TikTok, if TikTok dies, quicker quicker than like some people think it is like in the next three four years she won't be relevant no more because most of her songs are like booty shaking music and stuff like that i mean i'm not taking nothing wrong with it you know do what you gotta do to make your make your bread and make ends meet but most of our songs are from tiktok cardi b i mean i mean ain't that ain't that pretty much all the uh all the what's the face all the female artists now talking about sex booty shaking and taking dudes money and, and do pay phone and everything be iced out like that's pretty much all this song nowadays yeah. so really now can't... the thing i would say about um megan and stallion and i got aside because my fiance loves her to death but when she came out with savage remix with beyonce like that kind of like set her up it was uh-huh. like okay you had to look at her differently but like i said I don't think Megan Thee Stallion is going to be here the next 10. I got give her five years she'll be here, but not 10. But like I said, when she came out with Savage and, you know, with Beyonce, that, and that, 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 gets, that gets played in the club faithfully, too. And I'm like, when she came out with that, that was like, all right, it's her time. Let her, let her have her moment and stuff like that. So, yeah, my male, is, my male um, relevancy is NBA Youngboy and my female is Cardi B. So that's it enjoying the show be sure to check out the 86 podcast on the stereo app every tuesday night at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time 7 30 p.m central standard time
there where you can join and be a part of the live show and interact with us in real time. Now let's get back to the show. Last topic of the day. Uh, we got let's uh, we got we got a couple um we got one more uh chat thing. Oh. Cardi B, she alright, but she ain't better than Megan. Megan, she can dance, even though she probably do like that one dance. But Cardi B look like an oompa loompa when she be trying to dance. Hey yo. <laughs> hey, I mean, yo. In some video she do be trying hard. I, what's what's that what's that song they got together, her and Cardi B? Make it pop. Wow. Yeah, wow. She Cardi B look a little off though. I ain't gonna lie. She look a little off. I'd be like, what the heck? What? But I don't know, man. I don't know what. All right. So earlier we had a question of the day. Would you work in a graveyard at night and overnight for twenty million dollars? What you got? Would you do it? Heck no. I'm going to give you the top reason why. I'm black. I'm black. You want me to go out there in a graveyard where people could just pop up out of nowhere and go, wait, kill you and bury you. Where are we going to bury you? Oh, let's bury you in the graveyard. They ain't going to really think to look at a graveyard. To bury up another body, that would be disrespectful. Nah, twenty. I don't care if it's twenty million. I'm not. No, 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 no. Not working at no graveyard with a whole bunch of tombstone, a creepy area with a night shift at that for those twenty million. You must be out your daggone mind. Listen, listen. There's certain things that black folks will do won't do for money. And I feel like this is one of them. Like, I ain't, ain't no, no, ain't no way in the world. <laughs> ain't no, you got me. You got me messed up with somebody else. Ain't no way. All right, let's see what this is. Like, this certain thing black folks don't do. Right, and this is one of them. Now. Right, we got two more. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Miss Shantice Brown. Let's see what she got. All right. Miss Shantice, what you got? How long do you have to work in the graveyard? That's $20 million. So what time frame? What hours? How frequently per week? <laughs> All right. So we, let's put it this overnight. way. You said the graveyard shift. Graveyard shift, right? So that's around like 9 o'clock at night, right? When it's already dark. Yeah. No matter if it's daylight saving time or not, right? Yep, so basically from 9 p.m. to 6 o'clock the next morning. And the sun's just coming up. So you got to be out there all night. And, and you have to the work, night. too. Like, you have to, like... And you have to work. work. You're not just sitting there. You're not just sitting there. You cleaning up an area out there, you know, being security out there from 9 to 6, five days a week. Let's say Monday to Friday, whatever. Five days a week. Yeah, my weekends won't be the same if I had to do that job. I don't care if it's for $20 million. All right, let's see what Ashley got. If you got to do it for one day, well, one night, I would do it. That's $20 million. You can get through that. It's a, If you're being realistic, who's coming in the graveyard? And then, I mean, you might be a little paranoid, but 
Like, I would be scared and paranoid, but I would do it. You brave. Ooh. Yeah, brave wife. I'm, I'm waiting for Miss Shanta. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what she gonna say. So, Miss Living Color, what do what, what you guys say? But um, okay, Shanti just responded. I want to hear a response. All right, let's see, and I'm gonna go give my answer. All right. Exactly, I agree with Ashley. <laughs> I would do it. No. All right. No. It nah. sounds like you're in the minority here, brother, because guess what? Listen, I'm going straight in there. You know, I'm sweeping up every last little dirt particle. I'm going in there. I'm making sure everybody tombstone polished. Look, you ain't going to be talking about my work. I don't play that. Hey, look, and that's $20 and million. And look, yes, I'm saying, I'm, and look, I'm trying to save up for a damn wedding. Oh, I'm, da- I'm damn sure getting that $20 million, bro. <laughs> look, that twenty million dollars going towards my honeymoon. That's that look. That's booking all my look. That's that's paying off every last venue I book. You know, that's paying for my like I said, my cruise. That's paying. That's even paying for for even my um following years um vacation that we going on. Some strange things, huh? But go ahead. And then, get, and then look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a big down payment on a house, bro. Oh yeah, I'm definitely doing this, bro. I ain't playing that. Yeah, I'm this clean up. Right. So look. I'm gonna be sitting up there. There you go. And, and FYI, um, Ashley is my fiance, so she probably agreed with me wholeheartedly. We taking that twenty million dollars to the bank, and we gonna cash out on every last thing in a way. Shoot. Well, we got two voicemails. Let's see. Uh oh. Let's see what Miss Living Color got. Let's see. I ain't doing that bullshit. Hell, motherfucking no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got somebody on my side. Jesus. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'll be in there talking to the graves like you good. <laughs> I'm about to get twenty million dollars. I don't know if you're good, but I'm about to be good. <laughs> hey oh. yo, <laughs> wow, that's wild. That's wild. They'll <laughs> go talk to the dead body like, yeah, you good. I mean. You probably not good. You might not be good in the situation you're in right now, but um, I'm gonna keep walk past you. Um, but I'm gonna collect this twenty mil and keep past go. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure I like I'll make sure I give I give like what two hundred fifty thousand to your family or something. I gotta find your family, but but let's see what Miss Shanti's got. Play thriller, give him some entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Not Y'all crazy, bro. Not Y'all crazy. Do you? They, no, no. Mm-mm. Some graveyard in the middle of the night, from nine to six, nine nine a.m. nine p.m. to six p.m. six a.m. Be in there doing it. I don't even know how to do it. I'm gonna be in there trying to do the dance, thriller dance, my damn stuff. Can't listen to put no headphones on because you got you got to be aware of your surroundings. So you don't know somebody gonna pop up, be that creep. Nah, ain't no way. Shit, well, I'm telling you, boy, I ain't doing all that. All right, what we got, Miss Living Color? I need background checks on all the individuals involved in this process before I agree to anything of that nature. I'm sorry, but that whole thing sounds like a big ass setup, like something from some type of horror movie. 
hell no, hell no, hell no. I want background checks. I want investigations on everybody. And if everything comes back clear under that <laughs> investigation, then maybe I'll consider. But until then. I don't know why you oh. still consider it. I don't know why you took a said I could do all that work. I'm still not going to be out there in the middle of the night as a black male by myself in the middle of the night. <laughs> You're going to be like Friday the 13th. You're going to be in that green, mm-hmm. young boy. I'm getting right. out of there. I'll be in there having a good time. And look, I'll have my little the morning shift will come through. Oh, nah. Y'all going to have his lunchbox with a freezer pack and everything. Hey, yo. <laughs> Shoot. I'm going to last morning my little shift. nine hours. I'm doing that. Morning shift, morning shift going to come through. And they're going to be like, ain't nothing get done last night. Dad's on straight. Ain't nothing get done last night. <laughs> they, man, they're going to be like, man, all you had to do was just sweep. I mean, all you had to do was just walk walk and monitor the dang on graveyard, bro. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't know. I ain't going to say I don't know. But some graveyard do be looking scary. I ain't going to lie, though. I mean, because there's no life. And you like... No, you got the flashlight. Old, tall, like statue tombstones with the and got like a little walkway with it, and like you do all that for one person. I'm like, hey, nah, nah, like I don't care if it's the simple the plate, the little stone plate on the ground, or the headstone coming out. No, I ain't working there. No, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm-mm. It's gonna be like, look, it's gonna be like the Undertaker. He's gonna come up and rise. He's gonna be like, look. as soon as I hear someone try to play some game, go doom. That's my last day. That's my last day. <laughs> Undertaker go. Look, you don't know if you're gonna get Undertaker. That's my last day. That's my last day. You know why? I don't even know why I'm saying it's my last day because I won't have a first day to begin with. No. Yeah. If they ever shut, set me up something them, like that. But yeah, shout out to them grave diggers, man, because they got a tough job, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, they got a tough job, man, because they be putting people in the ground every day, each and every day, man. Shout outs to them, man. By the way, shout out to them, because that's one of the toughest jobs to do, man. You just drop it, you know, drop somebody's family member in the ground like that. Shout out to them, man. Now you gotta sit there and then you gotta wait for them to go through the service, so you can then you can start like, all right, now we gotta put the dirt on top of, it, of the person's body. Now we gotta do all that now. Like, yeah, but that that is funny. That was funny. Though. She said it was the background check. Golly, you gonna need a site? I ain't gonna lie. Look, and I look. I'll pay. Look, I'll pay a um, what's it called? Uh, a psychiatrist. I mean, like, what's it called? Psychiatrist? Whatever. Look, because I'm gonna need some. After I get that twenty million, I'm gonna need some mental health. Mental health help. Gee, if you gotta you do that, all man. that for twenty mil. Risk your life being out there in the middle of the night with some gravestones and everything. And then, yeah, get some mental health, get your mental well-being checked out. It's not worth it. It's not worth it for me. That $20 million going to look well in my bank account, boy, because look. Look, times are hard, man. Like I said, I'm trying to save my full wet, man. I need that twenty million. I need it now. JG, are you getting the 20 mil? Is the 20 mil go like your salary for the year? No, you get it flat out. You get it flat out. You go in there and look. Like, how, when you, when you, how, when long, you how long, how long you going to be there? Beware. You talking about you get it flat out. So how long you got to be there? You got to do the one night of working there. You get 20 million? Yeah, you got to work from 9, 9 p.m. to 6 p.m. I mean, 6 a.m. For one, one day. One yeah. day. 
That's it. Yeah. Just work one night. It could be a random Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and work down one night and get a yep. twenty mil. Hell no. <laughs> I'm still not doing it. <laughs> one night? You're going to forget about it like five, late, five days later, sir. Mm-hmm. Forget about she must not know me, bro. That's, I ain't gonna forget about that. Miss Shanti's got this. Miss Shanti's got this, and we're gonna. Miss Shanti's gonna be the last one, and we're gonna wrap the show up for tonight. See, sound like you're considering. Wait a minute, why you wanna know how long you got a bit? <laughs> you considering now? Yeah, see, I got them thinking. See, you got the that nine to six, but that nine to six. And another good question, is all that money tax-free? Or are they going to just basically take it all back from me during the next tax season? Curious minds would like to know. Because I sure enough would be mad as hell if they taxed me and they took literally like 75% of all my damn money. Ooh, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm more. Yeah. Now, that's a good thing. That's a good question. I'm, I might need to reconsider if they tax it, boy. Because like, if you tax my $20 million, no, I'm playing that. I need my, all my ducats. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. I don't care. It's, I don't care if you get that plus 25% markup. I don't care. Not doing <laughs> 20% <it>. markup? <laughs> I don't care. I'm not doing it. Hey. But yeah, guys, that's the end of the show, man. We, you know, we answered the questions, man. So, um, the recap, pretty much, me and Justin were in agreement that Kendrick Lamar is ranked one of them um, among the hip hop greats. Um, and like I said, we are we were in agreement that the Migos aren't hit. Well, we hope and think they aren't hidden for um a breakup because of the lack of like news and the sources and stuff like that and justin i mean i really couldn't say nothing but i i, I think he said quavo uh, was headed for the most was is the will be the most successful migos if they was the breakup only because so, of what he got so far yeah and 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 the last topic was who in hip hop currently male and female will still be relevant in the next ten years. Justin basically said Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B so will be relevant in the next ten years. And his male was I forgot little baby. Oh yeah, little baby. So and my my um male and female relevancy in the next 10 years was NBA young boy NBA young boy I'm sorry and Cardi B so that's it man thank y'all for tuning in thank thank those that sent us messages and base participated uh if if you want to um our social media is coming very soon for the 86 podcast show so that's coming very soon my personal um instagram is two underscores wayne no brady that is two underscores wayne no brady w-a-y-n-e-n-o-b-r-a-d-y and that is my um social media handle for twitter and instagram so that's it uh and if you want to i'm gonna give justin the floor so he can shout out his social media before we put ours up he can there you go 
Um, so my social media, Instagram is underscore if only the new underscore. Um, I also got TikTok out there. Got a few TikTok, um, regular food guy. I do a lot. I do a couple few people. I need to get back more active on there. I need to get back more active on my Instagram, on my TikTok game because I can make some money off of TikTok. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's why social media's. Um, um, I get it's hard to search on my name, Justin Jones, because there's, there's fifty thousand of us out there now. They're on Facebook, so it's gonna be hard to search up to find me. But yeah, that's my Instagram. You can follow me. Um, I I follow back closely. I see the notification come through. I'm not ignoring y'all, but um, I appreciate y'all for coming out, listening to us. Uh, we got some big things heading for the future. Um, for the show, um, gonna make this a weekly thing on Tuesday now. It's no longer Wednesday. Um, we got rid of, you know, the wild Wednesday. We will come up with another name for Tuesday, whatever. Um, but you know, we had for big things, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all here being from support since day one. Um, so when this thing rises up, y'all gonna say, hey, I've been here since day one. We'll recognize y'all as well. Yeah, make sure y'all come back and be the faithful listeners, man. So y'all have a great one. Good night. And that's the end of the 86 podcast show where we don't center our mouths, but we do understand and have a mental sensitivity to people and how they feel. So have a great night, guys. Thank you.